Well, here we are again. After a Bears loss to the Green Bay Packers, I remember as a young adult and a kid my whole life, the Bears, even though the Packers were better as I was getting into high school, college, the Bears always owned the uh, overall record all time. Well, that's flipped now to the point where the Packers are now seven wins ahead of the Bears, and that happened quick because they just cannot beat them. And today was no different. Mark, Aaron Rodgers still owns us. As he was quick to point out. Uh, yeah, so I am 41. I have been a Bears fan old enough to care for, say, basically 30 years. And in that time, this rivalry has been dominated by Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. And as I have said several times to you, a couple times on pods, the Packers are not the Bears' rivals in my lifetime. As I <laughs> joked, but it's not really that much of a joke, the Bears in my lifetime as a fan are closer to the Lions than they are the Packers. The numbers across the board are really close in this game, except for the score. Hmm. And now, I, I, but that's not where I even want to lead. I mean, I do want to lead with the score somewhhat. Can we start with Nagy's offense again? Uh, yes, let's do that. What do you want to... Okay, so we, we said <laughs> on the pod last week, we asked the question, and we weren't really sure. I don't, I don't exactly remember what we concluded, to be honest with you. It's all kind of a blur after a long road trip weekend. Uh-huh. By the way, I am committed. I want the loyal listener to know. I woke up at 5.30 to get home to watch that game. No, that was That's not a right. poor decision. I to make deliver, bad choices. But to deliver this post game to our faithful yes, listeners. So, That's... Yeah, gummit, I sure hope you like it. A... <laughs> but... Um, so, you know, they, they, the Packers own the rivalry and everything else. And we sat there and we asked if Matt Nagy was going to be, is it, was it possible, essentially, was it possible that he could be a good enough head coach if he's not calling plays, do not want him fired at the end of the year. And we were kind of like, mm, yeah, maybe it's on the table, but boy, his offensive scheme's bad. And we were, I think we had a healthy skepticism at that notion, but yep. we admitted he was worse as a play caller than a head coach. And we tried to, we're kind of trying to find the silver lining and look at everything from multiple perspectives, like we always try to do. And basically said, well, he's a good leader that they play hard for him. But, but, but yeah, that, that's all, I still think kind of true, but I just don't care anymore because they just don't score 20 points enough. They can't get to 20 points. That's and this, not a high yeah, bar. Yeah. And in this I have NFL, the number you for to. you, courtesy of Jason Leeser. Matt Nagy has been 50, the head coach for the Bears in 56 games, counting the Eagles' playoff game. 27 times the Bears have scored 20 or less. Who? In other words, in over half of his games that matter as a head coach, Matt Nagy, the offensive guru running his scheme, even if Lazer's calling plays, it's still Nagy's scheme, can't crack 20 over half of the time. That is unacceptable. And you hired him in 2018 to make the Bears catch up to the modern NFL and to have an offense that can score points, to have an offense that can, uh, you know, compete with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers in shootouts, you know, and not have to hope that, oh, well, maybe, you know, we get a couple turnovers and, you know, field goal at the last, you know, they hired him to stop that. And it's more of the same. There were no turnovers today. Uh, for the the Bears didn't get any turnovers, and they can't beat Green Bay unless they do, and you just can't count on that with Rodgers, who does not turn the ball over. Yeah, and this is what it looks like. 
when the defense doesn't get turnovers but plays pretty good otherwise, we can come back to them. But it, it bottom line, they couldn't they couldn't crack 20 again. And even 21 wouldn't have won this, obviously. I'm just right, saying right. it's really hard to start with, you know, slamming the line or wondering about fields or any of these things. Like the scheme is bad. It's 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 awful. They can't crack 20 points more often than not. Yeah. Let me go through this with all the games that are final as we record this at basically 4 p.m. Central. So like okay. the first wave of games. All right. I'm going to give you the teams that would have scored less than 14. What your effort on offense would have won you the game. Okay. One anomaly, and that's the Chargers. Not sure what happened there. Our our midweek picks, not a good week for them. <laughs> the Ravens <laughs> thumped them. Okay. <laughs> That's a really weird game. I think we can all agree the odds of beating the Chargers for the Bears scoring only 14 is probably not great. The Detroit Lions scored 11. Oh. Okay, there very well could be a 14 to 11 game with the Bears and the Lions here in a month. <laughs> yeah, we'll beat them. <laughs> the Houston Texans scored three. Wow, okay. The New York Giants scored 11. Okay. And the Washington cover up our emails and fire John Gruden's <laughs> scored 13. So Chargers are good. Otherwise it's Detroit, Houston, New York Giants, Washington. Those are your teams that scored under 14 today. Is that good company to keep? Oh gosh. No, 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 no. Not no. four years into why you hired this guy. Uh-uh. No. And that's why I tweeted, you know, you can give up on fields after four, four and a half games. I think it'd be ridiculous, but giving up on Nagy, after four seasons or in the fourth season because they'll fire him after the season right yeah, most yeah. likely is uh is actually pretty reasonable so uh this is this is what i'm trying to say is this is not just about today's game against the packers for me this is about right. all the games against the packers and yes the qb always is an advantage for them and it was again today, but no one's no one's sitting here seriously saying Justin Fields is Aaron Rodgers currently, or that mm-hmm. Rodgers isn't terrific. It's just Matt Nagy can only win one way, and as a, oddly enough, as a guy hired for his offense, the only way he can win <laughs> is riding on his defense. That's right, <laughs> and that's not what the rest of the league does most of the time. The bad teams are the ones that can't score points in this league. So, this is just not a sustainable model for success, and I don't think we could with a straight face, say that he's doing a good job, even if he is a decent leader and the players like him. That was That's not the end of the job description. I'm not an idiot. Hey, uh, remind me, how many points did we score against the Rams week one with uh, mistake-free Andy Dalton and their short, quick passes? Wasn't that 14 also? 14. He also threw 14. a red zone interception. Oh, in a red zone. Okay. It was tipped, but it was a terrible throw too. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that I, I just, I can't, look at the rest of this game and not start at the bottom line point total, because that we have seen so many times that to me, that's the lead story. We're yet again, talking about a very familiar bears Packers loss where the bears couldn't score at all. And the defense did pretty well. Didn't show up the one drive when we needed them after fields led the bears down mm-hmm. for the touchdown. Um, yep. So that's that's where I go. I, I go right to the coaching. And I thought the difference in the second and quarter, second and third quarters of this game, which is where the game was won, was the Bears didn't make any adjustments, and it looked to me like Green Bay did. Well, yeah, Bears the had way, a good first. Yeah, the way that first drive went, that first quarter, 
They're like, all right, here we go. And they had a chance to go up 14 nothing and uh, field through that pick, which – We got to talk about that. It's yeah. a big play. Yeah. Yeah. We'll and, get to that in a second. Can I give you the other real quick numbers I wanted to share? Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, cousin Nate, shout out like you do. Cousin oh, he's taking Nate. a drink. There you go. By the way, everyone, Chris is out on the patio. I I'm am. a little jealous of what looks to be some lovely canvas weather, Kansas weather here. It is. Uh, I needed to remind myself that there is beauty in the world. It's a blue sky, <laughs> sunny day. And uh, yeah, it's, it's perfect temperature. Like, you know, nice fall day. Life is Cows good, are man. lowing in the fit. No, we don't. Yeah, the cattle cows. are low. Yeah. Uh, for our listeners, my my poor wife was in a car accident last night she hit a cow on a kansas highway and it was the most kansas thing ever (laughs) and it was like two in the morning when we uh our school just finished our musical this weekend and we were at the the cast and crew party and you know having a good time in a you know mennonite way and uh and we're driving home and luckily i was right behind her so i saw that something happened but i couldn't make out Exactly, but it turned out that she ran into a car, as as did another car. There were we went on a little hunt to see wild. what happened, to see what she hit, and we found two dead cows on the road. Like what the heck? That hey, one one of my Pecker fans, when I fan friends, when I uh, texted him this morning, he said he asked if my wife was trying to sacrifice a cow for a bear's win. <laughs> I thought. Oh, maybe she was and just didn't tell me but yeah, it just didn't work didn't, anyway didn't so that's another see. reason i'm outside because my wife and my daughter were pretty you know need a moment traumatized last night and the last thing they need is to hear me screaming about the bears Fair but, enough. I, but i will scream cousin nate okay yeah so back to his point yes eight games have gone final a team scored over 30 in in six of them okay so this is something he and I talk about a lot. The Bears hired Matt Nagy to try to play the same sport as the rest of the league, <laughs> and they're still not playing the same sport as the rest of the league. Nope. But now nope. you have this prospect that you think can be really good that he's supposed to develop, but he didn't develop Trubisky, and you can't develop a meaningfully successful, consistent offense. And I think we're back to being, you know, it's incumbent that they recognize you're not going anywhere with this guy, and he's not going to be the guy that takes fields to the next level. Nope. Um, so I, I want him to be a good head coach. I want to buy into the leadership and the sure, club dub and the, the fact that he seems like a nice enough guy, but the results are just not there. Even, you know, you beat the Raiders. It was 20 to nine. Mm-hmm. You, you beat the Bengals points. with 24 points because your defense scored a touchdown. Yep, that's right. So mm-hmm. I don't know if, if Jason Leisure's tweets accounting for those kinds of things. I would bottom feeder offense yet again. Yeah, I think for offensive stats, like when you see points allowed and points scored, they account for all team scoring. Yeah, so it's so, probably even worse is the point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, exactly. the other things about this game stat-wise that I think are worth noting. Time of possession favored Green Bay by about five minutes. Mm. They had one more first down, oh. and that was because they got one more off of penalty. The Bears and the Packers both had 10 first downs each, passing and rushing. 10 of each passing and rushing for both teams. Hmm. So first downs 22 to 21 because of one extra one via penalty, which seems appropriate. Don't you start that rant yet though? No, 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 no. Third down efficiency, green Bay, two of eight, Chicago, four of 11. Whoa, man. It didn't look like that. Yeah. 
better than they were. Total yards, 323 for Green Bay, 277 for the Bears. So, again, that's way nowhere near enough offense in the modern NFL. That's right. Same exact number of plays, 20 less passing yards, 14 less rushing yards, more efficient in the red zone, just didn't get there as often. Four more penalties for three more yards, but those can also give first downs, as we just said. Yep. Then the one turnover. But I'm saying is the other stats are remarkably close. It's a 10-point loss. Hmm. So I, I know that the defense let us down on that one drive, but I think it would be silly to call the defense the problem here. The offense and the coach's offense are the problem here. And now you could bring up other things, the fields, the line, the receivers, and we'll get to that. But do you think there's any reason at all, based on the fact that he was hired to build an NFL offense, that Matt Nagy's potential leadership as head coach somehow conquers his disastrous scheme and his completely terrible, consistent track record with his team's offense. Not four years into it. Not anymore. Know? He just, that ship sailed. He's got to go. You got to get someone in here who, who can work with fields better too, because it's not going well enough. Um, who? Let's turn now. I don't know how you want to do this. We could talk fields. We could talk about other plays in the game. I think we should just go ahead and do the interception. Okay. That's the play of the game. There's two plays of the game to me, for me. The interception and the third down sack towards the end. Mm, yeah. Where you were, where Greg Olson is, let's do that one first since it's a little, okay. little simpler. Greg Olson is sitting there going, this is where you learn to manage the game. This is where Matt Nagy and the Bears need to dial up something to get the kick. You're not that close to the red zone anyway, mm -hmm. right? You need a field goal and a TD. You can get your field goal right now, but you can't take a negative play. You don't need to be risky. And then what was the problem, Chris? Did you catch the replay? They finally gave us one <laughs> of it's, not replay, but of the sky cam. Yeah, it was a I good I don't even know why shot. they have it. They almost that. never mm -hmm. use it. It drives mm -hmm. me nuts. Because your normal broadcast play, you can't see the receivers. That's why I want way more replays with the sky cam to mm -hmm. try to figure out the fields thing. And what were all the routes? Uh, they were all uh, cut in, right? Like No, it was two streaks. <laughs> Long developing routes and a deep oh, cut in. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hadn't yeah. even gotten a chance to make the cut when the pressure came. You suck, Chris. That's what there I was said. The cut nowhere in, for Fields to go with the ball. He should have thrown it away. But the route combination called at that spot in the game was again totally brutal, and it was basic, simple 1980s looking concepts. I mean, it's bad. JT O'Sullivan continues to slam Matt Nagy's scheme in the videos, <laughs> even when he's trying to be complimentary to Fields. Yeah. Um, just, a, just an awful call and the route tree is terrible. And it was, uh, I think a pretty clear example of some of the problems. Now the interception fields actually said he thought it was a free play. So that yeah. breakdown by the announcers was correct. Yeah. That's what it looked like. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, they asked him in the post game, he just said this like a few minutes ago, whether that was what he was doing. He's like, I think everybody in the stadium thought it was a free play. Mm -hmm. That was his answer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So that's a huge swing play because at the moment the Bears have the momentum. Yeah. And I, I remember thinking at the time, like, oh, it's picked. That's no big deal. It's coming back. And then where, yeah. where's the flag? Where's the yellow thing across the bottom of the screen? They didn't call. Telling me Because it was so uh, – even They had if, just called one earlier in the game on the Bears. Even if he didn't actually they cross, dead, but still. Even if he didn't actually cross the line of scrimmage, which may be the only thing you can argue, the rule is, and it has been for a long time now, that if the defensive line causes the offense to jump, it's on the defense. 
that that change happened in like late 90s early 2000s i think so there are two ways that that should have been a penalty on the packers and the refs missed both of those i guess yeah and the refs had a rough day there, there was one big call that favored the bears i'm not going to sit here and say the refs are the reason the bears lost the bears no. lost because the other team's qb is a lot better and the other team's coach is a lot better and that number 17 is a lot better and, and adams is a Moses. lot better what that might be the biggest gap is the number one receiver gap yeah um i, don't, I, would... I mean obviously they're all huge but back to the field interception while we're on the receivers then yeah um what was he doing there one guy on our Twitter, Cheshire Caterpillar, said he, he thought it was a um, scramble drill, and so Robinson was trying to come back to fields. But, I don't know. It just looked like he's dead stopped and wasn't even running to me. That would make yeah. sense if he cut harder it back. Maybe he did if we could get a sky cam view of what he like did before the ball is in the air. Maybe it would be that, but it was same, a brutal play. But same thing on the on the play that Amos almost picked off too. Yeah, he yeah. didn't. Yeah, that's, that's what that they they don't have any report now. Why may they not have any report? Oh, oh, I don't know. You know, considering all the time they spent working together in the preseason, you think they would? Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, wait it's not a, a stretch minute. to suggest that this is some of this is happening because they don't have familiarity with each other. Because yeah. they decided to give a bunch of reps to Andy Dalton that were essentially totally pointless. That guy's going to be Mooney anyway. You know, that's the guy that yeah. Field seems to have so, at least. Yeah. Hmm. While we're on him, what would you do about A-Rob? Well, if he wants... Look, I look at uh, Devontae Adams and Allen Robinson. Almost said Marcus Robinson. Wow, that was a 20-year brain fart. Uh, Another bear that never got to beat the Packers. No, uh, go ahead. <laughs> those, two, those two receivers are not the same... Are not on the same level at all. So... If, and they're free agents together. If A Rob wanted anything close to Devonte Adams, uh, no, no, you let someone else pay him that much money. It's hard to say unless we know what the Bears' offer was that he rejected last year. Mm-hmm. At the year that he's currently having, the the issues he's been having, the touchdown he dropped against the Bengals, mm-hmm. a bunch of bad touchdown drops, and a couple turning into interceptions last year. I, I Rob's never had good QB play. I get that, but this guy's not worth over 20 million. You're, no. when, when you have other issues, you're crazy. He just isn't 16 I, to 18. Take it or leave it. Yeah, I would make this. You don't make enough uh, of those plays. What's he making this year as a under 18. the cap? 18. Yeah, no more than that. No way. And the problem is, all of it's on the cap because it's a franchise tag. Right. If you sign into that, you'll spread it out with signing bonuses, and then they'll kick money down the road for 25 years, like <laughs> Pace does. Right. But yeah, I'm not keeping him at that at the price that he's rumored no to have wanted. I mean, way. I don't know. Do you not trade him then? Not an impact player. Well, you'd have to this year, right? So what's he worth now? If I'm saying he's not having a good enough year to be worth much as much as he wants, is he worth much of a draft pick to bother? Second Do you get pick? a comp pick if he leaves? I think you get a third. Do you think you'd get a third for a trade? I'm not convinced. I think you get a third, but I'd try for a second. That yeah, I would definitely try for a second. But... I don't think I'd trade him for a third. I would see if I can work it out later. What if I fire Pace? Is he still mad at the Bears if the people in charge aren't in charge? Yeah, who knows? Probably to some extent. But... My, my point is, is a third-round pick worth trading him now? and having no chance at resigning him what if the market comes down to him galladay didn't get anywhere near it he thought he was going to get last year yeah adams yeah. is going to set the new market and then the rest of them are going to be disappointed that's probably what i would do yeah let adams set it and say okay you want what this guy makes uh-uh Here, let's look at 
Uh, your numbers. Let's look at your impact. Let's look at your drops. I don't think Adams ever drops the ball. Not anymore. He did when he was younger. He had a problem with it when he was younger. But he's good as gold now. I mean, he's the best receiver in the league so far. By far. By far. That's him and Hopkins, right? But, yeah, uh, that's a big gap, too. But, you know, the other one that really stood out to me is, is the adjustments in the coaches. So, okay. Which we saw in game for the Packers. Like the Bears, the first drive, that looked like an NFL team. That and looked they got like the, they got the stop. Mm-hmm. And you're like, all right, here we go. But then after that pick, after that uh, non-offsides pick in the end zone, it just seemed like both sides of the ball, we didn't have an answer. Bears did not have an answer for anything. Nope. They don't ever. 14 points just isn't enough. Nope. So, Fields. Fields. I, there are some concerns. Let's not pretend. Uh, it's still Let's start with those. Yeah. Four and a half games in. Okay. Mm-hmm. Almost every rookie this draft class is taking too many sacks their first month. And Fields started a tiny bit behind him, so he's kind of in that same range that they were in. And then you saw a better game out of Zach Wilson one game. Then he was bad again last week. You saw Trevor <laughs> Lawrence put together a couple pretty good games. Finally won a game this week. Mm-hmm. Let's see what Fields looks like in a few more weeks. Uh, I think he holds the ball too long, and he looks a little lost at times, which is to be expected for a rookie. Sure. I am in no way, shape, or form giving up on him. The arm talent is still really good. He was a little a little off early today. He had a few overthrows. Mm-hmm. That fourth down – that fourth quarter drive the beginning was really nice and then missing the uh you know missing the the deep ball to a rob twice is not i'm not sure those are his fault i really don't mm-hmm. know how to analyze that without like knowing what a rob is supposed to be doing there yeah yeah he got turned around weird and if it was a scramble drill he didn't come back so i gotta say i don't really buy that it's a scramble drill because he's he's not coming back to the qb and the qb's not really a-Rob's not aware of him scrambling. It looked like he thought they were two different routes. You know, one A-Rob thought, one Fields thought. Mm. Um, so I need him to get rid of the ball, though. Like some of the sacks he takes, yep. I don't think the play call is any good or the scheme is stupid, but he's got to get it out of there. Yeah, especially, but, like, yeah, don't take the sack. Get rid of the ball. Throw it away. He yep. was more decisive with his runs. Yes, that was a big plus from today. That was the yep. best he's run the ball. Absolutely. And he was decisive on some of the throws to Mooney and Komet. Mm-hmm. Komet with a decent game. We yeah, had a Komet signing, game. finally. Mm-hmm. Exciting. Um, but I'm not going to pretend Justin Fields looks good top to bottom. He looks like a rookie with potential. He's poised still, which is really good. Mm-hmm. But, Can yeah, take that, that taking the holding the ball too long is a thing. You know, we kind of like, eh, maybe it's because he's trying to make a play or he's going to try to run. No, it's just a thing at this point that's got to stop. Like, yeah. I don't want them to coach out his aggressiveness, mm-hmm. but he needs that internal clock to calibrate. This is also why he needs to be playing. So I'm not even remotely changing my stance. There. Oh, sure. Yeah. But if yeah. I had one concern about him, that would be it. But it's still too early to get too worked up about. Yeah, I agree. And I think that of all the things that uh, a young quarterback can fix, that that's one of them. Like, he doesn't have to worry about, you know, fixing his accuracy or fixing his, you know, playmaking ability. Uh, Timing, yeah. And along with timing, I would say he's got to remember, too, that these NFL defensive linemen can get to him. 
Like you can't just out sprint them in the backfield. Uh, there were two, yeah, two... when they come off the edge, they're, yeah. they've got enough speed he can't get away. Yeah, Coming at were... his face, he's usually twitchy enough that he got mm-hmm. away a couple times. Mm-hmm. But it was the same thing in the Browns game where Miles Garrett just ran him down. Yep. He took the one bad shot. They did call a penalty on that, but he was trying to get down. It looked like he was trying to do more to protect himself today. So that was a sign of mm-hmm. progress. Mm-hmm. The results obviously just aren't good enough, though. And, uh, you know, we're in for a bumpy ride, I think, while he's a rookie and while Matt Nagy's the guy in charge of this whole thing, because I think it's not going to click. It hasn't clicked for anyone else. Yeah, and I think today was a good indicator that he'll have a new coach and system next year. (laughs) Here's another fun fact (laughs) for you. Taking out the game started by Mitchell Trubisky, the Bears have now started a season's worth of games by non-Mitch Trubisky QBs in the Matt Nagy era. Okay. They are 0 and 9 when the opposing team scores more than 20 points. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Mitch is not the problem. He's not good. Never, he was yeah, never the right, problem. Right. Not to the degree that the coach is. Yep. That's a good stat right there. Wow. I wonder if uh, Mitch ever calls or texts Justin's like, man, I, I get it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> But uh, who knows. don't you steal my offensive coordinator, you putts. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, he's no, not going to uh, be in the Bills next year. No, he's not right? the Bills next year, no matter he's, what. I'm just kidding. Neither is Mitch. Both Mitch, of them will be gone. Well, that's what I mean. Mitch is not going to be yeah, there Mitch, next year. I know what you mean. But Mitch is going to be. Coordinator will be there either. Mitch is going to be starting somewhere. I Mitch, bet I you. I thought it was actually a pretty savvy move to go play with the Bills and see what the team that he looks like, like mm-hmm. a, a team that he should play for, looks like, right? Mm-hmm. He's like a miniature not near as good version of josh allen mm. which can start in the league like, like he can Absolutely. run a little he's got some of the throwing he's not got as good a deep ball at all which is his biggest problem besides processing speed but he went to that system to learn it and now he's gonna try to get a job somewhere else in it. yeah like if you're a team like that's actually new, pretty smart of him if you're a team like the new york giants and you're looking at daniel jones how long are you going to keep trotting him out there? Right. Three interceptions right. and fumble twice. Exactly. Yeah. He's a bust. Come on. <laughs> so field still plenty of reasons to be optimistic. I, would yes. just, I really want a day where he just fills up the stat sheet and you're like, there, everybody it'll, take a deep breath. It'll come. It'll come. It will. And I, that, but I don't think Matt Nagy's going to get the most out of him. And that's the other reason to fire him, right? The yes. offense is bad way yes. too often. He should be fired for that alone. And you can also say it doesn't look like it's ever going to be an impressive offensive scheme four years in and four and a half games in, you do have to wonder about the fit with fields. That one's a bit premature, but we know the offensive scheme sucks. We no matter who's calling the plays because mm-hmm. they don't score enough points. Mm-hmm. And that's constantly is. And as soon as they play a real team, they don't score enough points. Yep. That's been so, the pattern. Yep. Um, Nice game for Cole Komet. We've, we've kind of punched and bagged him a little bit. Yeah, um, that was very that was good his to best see. game. Go up and get it. He had some go up and get best, it, which was Best good. of the year. And, I mean, that's four catches on five targets for 49 yards. doesn't seem like a huge game. But it's, it's a sign of progress. Exactly. Why is Jimmy Graham on this team? Dude, I don't know. I, I, and, again, that's on, that's on the coach. That's not on Ryan Pace for signing him, right? Because – well, we think um, that the coach insists on getting tight ends, right? Yeah. I guess you could say both. I, I don't know. Maybe you say the line, though. We got to talk about the line, and that is on pace. Yeah. Oh, they did not look good today. And Olin Kurtz in the pregame, as I was finishing my drive back 
Ironically, I went to where there's lots of cattle and didn't have any issues, but <laughs> anyway, Ryan Pace in the O-line is a, is a problem. It's probably the biggest reason I would entertain firing him, not even Mitch and Nagy. As he's just so basically bad at investing resources into the offense and nowhere is it more obvious than the line. But Kruitz was talking about how the game plan against the Lions and the game plan against the Raiders favored O-linemen. We all know they like to run block, you know? Mm-hmm. Excuse me, that whole thing. And he's the way he articulated it was really good. He's like, you know, moving forward and punching a guy, pushing a guy, that's a more yeah. natural motion. They all love and that. Linemen yeah. love being the aggressor, but even just like physically, it's easier. Mm. Dropping back and keeping a guy in front of you, not letting him power through you or get around you with speed is really hard. And that's why the, all the guys who can do that well make the big bucks. And we gave all this praise to Cody Whitehair, for example, after the last game. He had a good game because mm-hmm. it was a heavy run game. Yeah. He was awful today against Kenny Clark. That dude yeah. ate his lunch, stole his bike, <laughs> and beat up his little brother all before lunchtime. You know, like he he looked like a kid on a playground getting hammered by the junior high kid in the football game. Like, like he, he was pushed back every play that was a pass rush, that was an obvious pass rush. Yeah. Because Cody Whitehair is good, but not good enough to be elite. And you're asking him to do elite things when he's going one-on-one with Kenny Clark. It should have been Whitey Coat Hair out there. Maybe we would have seen something different. Oh, Daniels, I didn't really notice as much. Tackles, I thought were okay. Cody Whitehair had the worst game on the line. Mustafer got called for a phantom hold. That was was uh, terrible. At least they still scored then. They did, yes. And it was a pass TD, so that helps. You know, yeah, I was happy to have had the stats yeah. in that sense. But <laughs> the the um the fundamental disconnect between what Nagy wants to run on plays like that third down play mm-hmm. and what the Bears linemen are capable of doing, even one of the better ones, is another huge problem with this offense. Yeah. Not knowing your personnel. Yeah. And like why why did they go away from the running when it was working at first? Herbert had 97 yards. Oh yeah, he's a good Jones just got leveled. Ooh. It fumble. I think it's a legit fumble. I can't watch any more football today. It's just too painful. It's you know? kind of up in the background. <laughs> yeah, I understand that. Yeah. But this game went about like we thought. Yeah, we uh, we both thought the Packers would win. I think pass rush is still good. Doesn't really matter if you don't get turnovers and yeah. Rogers doesn't turn it over against the Bears, so uh, you lose. Oh, about that pass rush. I can't remember where well, I saw it started this good. Stat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they, yeah. When Rogers, then they adjusted is, and started dumping it off uh-huh. after a second. When Rogers uh-huh. is pressured, he ranks thirty second in uh, rating or efficiency or something like that. I can't remember yeah, where I saw. Too old to really. pull the magic out of the hat all the time when he's mm-hmm. under pressure now. So they yeah. just let him get it out quick. Yeah, and it worked. It worked. And they stopped. There were there were a couple third downs where I saw Mac and Quinn on the sideline. Like, what's going on there? Like, I don't, yeah, I don't there know. were times they should they should do a better job at that rotation, or at least they don't have to both need a breather. I mean, those uh-huh. guys have to get a breather. Of together seems yeah. kind of stupid, mm-hmm. especially against a guy as cerebral as Rogers. Um, mm-hmm. A few other things that are coming out of the press conference. Field said that quote: "I think I should have played better. I didn't play as well as I wanted to. I need to play better for my teammates." Kind of a stock answer. Mm-hmm. Rogers said of the "I still own you" thing mm-hmm. that there was a lady in the stands giving him the double bird, and he, he oh. just sort of he's like, I kind of blacked out my reaction to that. Like sometimes you have a concussion blackout, and that's a bad thing. But that one, that's he was saying, like he was so in the heat of the moment, and this lady was giving him the bird that he replied in kind. 
Yeah. And it's so accurate to hurt my soul. I, like, I know oh, it did. Like I have it, no comeback. You just gotta <laughs> sit there and take it. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like when mm-hmm. my toddlers accidentally insult me. You know, there's no comeback to that. <laughs> like one time I came in from mowing a couple years ago and I was sweaty, right? And I'm like, Phew. my fat self is staying inside the rest of the day. And my then four year old looks at me and says, "Daddy, no, five year old, Daddy, I don't think you're fat." And I'm like, "Oh, I'm getting ready to thank her." I'm like, "Thank, maybe thick." And I'm like. <laughs> I think they'll come back. Just take it on the chin. Live the fight another day. Nice. Yeah. The bears are who we thought they were. So, oh boy. Yeah, just it's just more of the same, Chris. This is what happens when we play the Packers. And it was bad because it felt like there after the first quarter, like, all right, we can win this game. We really can. Mm-hmm. They seemed as vulnerable as they've been in a few years. Yeah, they're not going anywhere. They don't seem like a juggernaut to me. No, they're not. They're not. They're they're Tecmo Bowl team, right? You know the QB, the running back, and the wide receiver. Their their NBA Jam team is like still really good, but the rest of the team isn't that great. Yeah. Hey, about that, I was really bothered. Maybe I texted you this. I can't remember. Really bothered that the Bears could not take advantage of their beat up secondary. Where their first two corners are down, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, and and, and then they lost you know. Savage during the game. Yeah. So why? How are they? How are our receivers not getting open? And is it just because they're running these plays where they don't need to worry too much about moving the cover? Like the, what you pointed out, the overhead shot in the fourth quarter—they're just basic. And I don't know. Like, you got anything there for me? Can you help me there? Can you help me? Uh, uh, no, but I just know enough of the videos based on the All-22 talk about them running routes that bunch them up and are easy to defend and aren't anywhere near sophisticated enough and don't attack multiple levels. And that third down aerial cam, the only time we got to see it really good, uh, maybe the A-Rob play we saw, but we were also busy trying to figure out what he did. But that third down play, it was exactly what J.T. O'Sullivan was talking about. Mm. And directly against what Greg Olson, who was good again. Was oh, he's great. He's terrific. He's he might be my good favorite career. color guy. Yeah, yeah, really good, really good broadcast, top to bottom. Really bad mm-hmm. officiating. Very really bad. bears bears, but which you can make <laughs> of that as you wish. Chris, I just really want them to play what the rest today. of the league plays. I want Justin Fields to pan out so badly, mm-hmm. and I every time we lose, I'm like, well, it's not going to happen under Matt Nagy. And then they might win a game or two, and I'm like, hmm, Nagy got them fired up for this one. Is he really that bad? And then it's like. 14 points again oh right he's really bad yeah his offense I, is really bad like we got to remember his yeah. offense is bad and it's the fourth year and we have, to, we have to remember what you said earlier that whenever it's against good teams this is what happens every time rams every 14 time. points browns three points six points three six points there's 26 six? to six. Oh yes sorry yeah okay it was six um then you know well, even the against lions 24 against the lions 20 against the Raiders, 14 against the Packers. They haven't had a good offensive day. No. It's all Norfields. Yeah. Why? Because the common denominator is this scheme sucks, and Nagy might give up play calling. He's never given up the scheme. Yeah. This can't be the same. Well, maybe it is the same scheme the Chiefs run. Chiefs are having a little trouble still, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. I, I was wondering that, too. I was like, is this the same? I don't see. I mean, it was way more creative with Kansas City, but they have a lot, a lot of guys who make it look good. They, got, they don't look great. great. I mean, they, they whooped the sorry, the Washington football team. How about the irony of the email investigation of the team whose name was a racial slur getting someone fired for racial and homophobic <laughs> terms? That's like meta, uh, man. It's delicious, mm. man. It's like next level by the NFL. Mm-hmm. But um, 
I am not here to talk about that today. No. Just no. looking at looking around the league and look at all the games where the winning team would have beat the Bears by more than 10. It's like, that's the problem. Ellen Cruz has said it so many times. I'm, I think he's going to probably lose his mind today about it. The Bears don't score enough points under Matt Nagy. That's it. That's the problem. And they haven't. And, and all the stuff and, about fields and all the stuff about the O line and the receivers. Like at the end of the day, they're really bad at scoring points, no matter who's playing quarterback. And Nagy will continue to try to squeeze fields into his system, wouldn't he? I think that's something we need to keep problem. in mind, too. He will not build a system around what mm-hmm. Justin Fields can do, what his strengths are. Yeah. And I think it is worth noting. There were two egregious misses by the pa- the refs that favored the Packers, and this happens to us, and it happens when they play the Lions, and I don't even for a second think it's debatable. I don't care if you're a Packers fan listening to this and you think I'm being a brat about it. <laughs> Dude, the Lions could complain about it even more probably yes. than we can. Yes. But it happens with the Bears, too. The one we already talked about, he's clearly jumped off sides and made mm-hmm. the tackle move. At the very least, they should have made it a dead ball. Fields needs to be a little more aware of whether there's a flag, but he was doing exactly what you're supposed yep. to do. Keep doing it. The flag. Yeah. So keep, keep doing keep it. Doing it. And the second one was he calls timeout and they called delay. Oh. Oh. I've never seen it be that obvious. If you want to see it, that like our friend, show friend Max Markham at Max Markham NFL has a screen by screen bit with the Bears and the refs and the Packers and the refs. I mean, and uh, those were two crucial plays. Darryl, mm-hmm. Darnell Mooney said that the no no, inter, no uh, offsides play interception, that was the turning point of the game. All it the was. But that was when it swung. It was. I wonder how you demoralizing it. it is for players to think the refs are working against you. Because <laughs> you know they think it's a thing. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. not really why they lost exactly. They, you know, they, they had their chances still. But it's undeniable that this stuff happens way too much with that team involved. Mm-hmm. Is it because of Rodgers? Will it get better when he's gone? I would think so, because it happens with Brady, too. I mean, it happens yeah, for the, the Patriots. Yeah, the get the favoritism. Uh-huh. Yep. So, happier thoughts? That ball to Mooney on the sideline was beautiful. Beautiful. That was a the, beautiful throw in a the tight fourth... window. Those kind of plays. So, you know, you know how, like, Lamar Jackson has those games where he just dominates and he's an MVP candidate and he's really, really good at what he does. Super yeah. fun to watch he still struggles to throw it to the outside, the hash marks. Mm-hmm. That's what Tennessee did two years ago to beat him. They just let him try it, and they wouldn't let him throw to the middle. Yep. Justin Fields hits some of those throws in a way that makes me optimistic. Yes. Because there's not a throw that it's like, oh, he doesn't have the arm for it. It's all about the brain and the processing and the people he's working under right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's a good thing. This was the last time I think we'll see 12 in that uniform in, in that stadium field. and mm. probably 17 too mm. imagine that i feel like i'm just biding time to get to next year where i hopefully have a new coach and fields is better and rogers is gone and what a year that could be yeah. what a loser i am for our <laughs> you know like what else can we do and i, I think it's well, they're not winning the division no no they're not this and, was their chance to establish that they were a real contender, and they're not. And maybe that's a good thing in the long run because they need to keep working fields and they need to get clarity on who's going to be the coach. And But I'm just saying there's a good scenario next year where the best QBs in this division are Kirk Cousins and Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. And Rodgers is gone and Adams is gone and Jordan Love is throwing to Lazard and Quantumus St. Brown. 
and Jalen Johnson. And, and that'd be nice, <laughs> but not Eddie Jackson. We can forget about him. Oh, I, done, Dunzo. Another bad tackle him. today. You talking Two about the, the the where he was trying the to the shoulder the ball bump for where Adams yards? he barely got him out of bounds. That was oh. not the way to make that play. He got lucky that he was barely out of bounds. And then yeah. the one where he rode, let him ride him for 10 yards, trying to strip the ball. It's like, you're not getting the ball out. Tackle him. I Where's am... the peanut punch? The reason the peanut punch is so great is you're still making the tackle, and so the guy's not that right. worried about protecting it. And then, then, boom, you knock the ball out. Instead, you're like, I'm going to stand here and make it obvious. You think you're stronger than Dylan? Because I, I sure don't. <laughs> but anybody, <laughs> that guy. anybody can tackle, right? Anybody can tackle. Yeah, anybody can tackle, but me, I've got to be ridden for 10 yards and fail to force a fumble instead just very tired of it um, also, also why we need to get charles tillman in the hall of fame because that guy changed that, the game sport. yeah he, you know? i think he deserves it over briggs oh for sure personally for but sure they're all up and everyone talks about all of them together and i'm like hester and tillman would be the two that i think need mm-hmm. to be in from that era mm-hmm. i would go hester tillman Kruitz, briggs in that order um, I think. just because of the way hester yeah. was just so far and away the best ever for that job which you wouldn't speaking say that about peanut but you do have a big impact with peanut. speaking of changing the game though i mean they kick off peanut five is, yards farther up because of devin hester yeah so I, that's what i'm saying like, like out of the ones like ranking those guys on that team that aren't mm-hmm. in yet because obviously erlacher was the best player and he's already in but like i would say that hester tillman kurtz briggs is kind of a toss-up i'd put all of them in because bears, the bears I, would, <laughs> I would get kurtz in kurtz is I put him in over very, Briggs very, all, very good. Goal. Yeah, same, same. Yeah, Kurtz, Kurtz had a great career playing with way less talent around him. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yep. um, so my silver linings are done. <laughs> a couple of throws, <laughs> running a little better for Fields. Oh, Herbert, Herbert's the other silver lining. Herbert, yes, boy. When and Montgomery's Mac and are continuing to be good, that they kind of tailed yeah. off because of the game plan changing for the Packers out of the half. It's clear they're like, nope, quick hits. When Montgomery is back, man, the Bears' running attack is going to be relentless, or it should be. Will the coach do that? That's the question. But, man, they should be able to win games just with that running attack. You know, then you throw in your play action. you want to hire to take advantage of the year you've got Montgomery next year, plus Herbert, plus Fields, who runs that? Kevin Stefanski? He's already a head coach. Somebody from the Shanahan tree? Uh, They're not looking so hot. Mm Mm-mm. Like Brian Dable, who I really maybe, like. Maybe, yeah. Joe maybe. Brady, who I really like. They do a lot of passing concepts that are very complicated and get the defense on its heels and read what the defense is doing and then take advantage. That's Those are the guys that are on the top of my list, those two. But they're not really the take advantage of two running backs and a fast quarterback style. But see, I don't, yeah. I don't think even when you are running the ball effectively – your floor is high, but your ceiling's not. So, like, I don't mm-hmm. really, I don't really want to do this for very long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I, I get it. I get it. I want them to throw the ball more so Fields develops more, but I want yes. them to throw the ball in a more effective scheme. Yes. I noticed you don't have uh, Eric Bieniemy on your list. Is that no? The uh, roses, the bloom is off the Kansas City. Okay. Rose. All right. <laughs> Just wonder. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I was. Just... I don't have to really kill Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes. And they do. And, and the hilarious and thing is, it's, <laughs> they did finally pull away in the second half today. It's not working yeah. that great for them. Mm-hmm. And and I would actually say we're closer to having Mahomes than we are to having Hiller Kelsey on this roster. That's a good point. I mean, it, it's pretty far from all of them. But like that, what they do is just such an anomaly because of the, the talent they've had. 
Mm-hmm. They don't look so great without good tackles. I think mm-hmm. you got to fix the tackle position, not pay A-Rob. I agree. The trenches, man, that's where it's always ultimately won or lost is on the lines. Always. I, I always, think always, if, always. If, I guess I'll end what I want to say with this. If the mental stuff slows down and the processing kicks up, like the, the game slows down to where he's reading the field quicker, which I think is still definitely possible. I'm not giving yeah, up on it. It will. It will. You can, you can definitely make a case that having great tackles will benefit fields more than paying a rob which they're yes. trying to do in the draft, I guess. But yeah, yeah. I would rather pay Mike Williams a little less than A-Rob a ton. Mm. Pair him with Mooney, the big old possession receiver. There's so many good receivers on the market this year. Would you, uh, would you cut Mario Edwards tomorrow? I would seriously consider it. I mean, that's I think, three I think the Bears might penalties. be closer to thinking about it than you think because he's – the only guy that I can remember that they left on the team after a suspension for like a violence, he was spending two games for alleged domestic violence. Yep. And when they had what's his face years ago that came over from the Niners, played the end as well. Ugh, can't remember his name. Oh. He was a good player, but his character led him to be yeah. out of the league way sooner than he should have been. He had one incident gone. Yep. And on the field, on the field, you've got three. 15 yard personal foul penalties in two games. Yeah, my point is, they, they, I was kind of surprised they weren't That's more on the upset field. about what he did off the field. And then for him to be a loose cannon on the field, yeah, it could yeah. very well add up to him not getting much playing time at the very least. And also, Akeem Hicks can't stay on the field. I know we all love him. No, I'm not signing Akeem Hicks. No. He's hurt all the time. He's got a sack yeah, and hurt af- himself. After his sack, yeah. Uh, did you hear Greg Olson saying that? They didn't show it, but on the sideline, they said that uh, Hicks threw his helmet on the ground. Like, oh, yeah, he's, there, he's hurt again. Because he knows yep. he's, still, he's hurt again. Yep. Love you, Akeem. you got to take yeah. a big-time pay cut. You should do this. You should take a pay cut. Be the lovable guy that you are. Mm-hmm. Be the next Mongo McMichaels. Do media appearances. Be hilarious. Get free food everywhere for the rest of your life in Chicago. You've already got your millions. Yep. Take a pay cut. And no one's going to give you big money in free agency because you can't stay healthy. Right. No one's going to love you like the Bears fan base. You can own Chicago, play another few years on a cheaper deal. You're not going to break the bank. And uh, if, if you're going to let that make you bitter, I think you'll regret it because he's not getting big money anywhere. Mm-mm. But I'd love to have him back at the right price. Just normally doesn't happen in this league anymore, right? No. Nope. For some reason, they decide to be the mad field. at their current team instead of finishing a legacy when there's not big money out there for him. Yeah. There may not be big money out there for A-Rob at this rate. Uh, Who? Yeah. Someone desperate? Go back to Jacksonville? (laughs) Midweek on that and take a look at who's scheduled to be a free agent. Yeah. Bunch of guys that were tagged last year. You don't tag them twice because then you got to pay them the average of every position, which brings the QB money in and no one's doing that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yikes. But it's going to be Adams at the top, Godwin, a Rob, Mike Williams, those are like in the next tier. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be interesting to see where he really fits there based on how he's played this year. It, mm, I just think teams are going to be like, we don't have any loyalty to you. We don't like what you put out there last season. They're not going to look at how good he was with Mitch Trubisky. Mm-mm. It's a recency bias. It's totally unfair to him in some ways because he's only 27 or eight when he's a free agent. But I don't, I, I think he could get Galladay. Hmm. At, at most right now, he'd be third on that list. 
Yeah. And I Mike Williams leads the league in no touch, higher than the that. league in touchdowns, so he might be fourth. That sounds more that sounds about right. And he yeah. thinks he's top five in the whole no, league. I'm thinking no, you're no, barely no, top no, five no, in this no. class the way you're no, playing no, no. right now. Change yep. that and we'll talk. Now he he's was not getting, he's not getting 22 million a year. It did look like he was wide open on a post route earlier in the game today that uh uh you know uh, i almost mm. said mitch wow it was <laughs> yeah, second half yeah. he didn't throw it i think because he had just juked a guy yeah and he might i might have been thinking i don't have time to get rid of this with this guy behind me yeah that's the only thing i could think but yeah i mean with, if we want to go back to fields again it's just there were well, plays there that you you, you know there's going to be film breakdown that shows stuff he should have pulled the trigger on mm-hmm. processing has to improve but that's what happens when you've got a rookie out there Mm-hmm. Man, I mean, he made it seventeen fourteen before the defense gave a big drive. I don't want that, that to get forgotten. Right, and that drive, he was good. He was five for five. Mm-hmm. That was a beautiful, you know, pass to Mooney. Like Mooney looked like a receiver on another team that's wide open in the end zone. When's the last time we yep. saw that? You know, yep, yep, yep so that was nice. Easy, that easy. that was one of those things where I thought, yes, okay, tuck that away. That's what this season is about now. Building on those, it seeing is. more of it those is. things. Can yeah. it be done with Nagy the coach? Or are no. you going to have to just no. hit a reset button? Here's what can be done while Nagy's the coach, and I'm content to end on this. Okay. You can help him calibrate his internal clock to the NFL game speed. Learning some of that stuff you mentioned too, like, okay, that edge rusher is too fast. Mm-hmm. He's going to have momentum. I'm fast, but I'm not fast enough from a dead stop to outrun him with momentum. Exactly. I got to step up more, which he definitely grew in that regard today. Yeah, I can learn what NFL open looks like mm-hmm. too, but I think ultimately when you bring in a new head coach, it's going to be what we want him to do is, is learn that playbook and learn those concepts and already know the NFL timing and windows. And though Matt Nagy may not drop a good enough scheme, he can still get the game experience on some of those things. It wouldn't matter who his coach was in terms of learning what NFL open is or how fast the edge rushers are. Mm-hmm. And we can yeah. accomplish that. Is that yeah. fair? Yes. yes. So do we care about his numbers? Oh, I don't. No. Well, I do want that game to shut everybody up, but ultimately I don't think well, we like, should really worry too much about it. And I mean, some of it's already like all screwed up. Like he has an interception on his record from today's game. That's grossly unfair. Yeah. that, that yeah, He has that a touchdown not on his record from A-Rob dropping a, the best throw of the season pretty mm-hmm. much for, for fields. Mm-hmm. in the Bengals game so like i think we gotta be careful with the stats and absolutely yeah that that pick should not have been a pick and without it he's got no turnovers for what the second or third time as a starter mm-hmm. which for a rookie is, is two. incredible two in a row no turnovers two, yeah and the turnover against the lions was a bad at pass yes and compare that just to the again, other rookies I just wish we all it just gets back at one of my big nfl things sorry not thinking of something to say no <laughs> no go, go for it it's cathartic, man. But there's no cathartic. nuance to how we tabulate interceptions. Yeah. It's infuriating. There's wide receiver ones. There's bad at the line of scrimmage. Give the defensive end credit ones. And then there's what are you doing, idiot ones, right? Like they just all count against the QB when, when you watch the game. Some are bad on the QB. Some are bad on his teammates. And some are just amazing plays by the defense. And I just mm-hmm. wish that the way we formulated the discussion around interceptions accounted for that more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is yeah. our point of some of the football outsider stuff, which is why I give it to you, those the EPA and all that kind of stuff. The um the stat, I'm just looking at field stats from today, real quick. The one that bothers me the most or upsets me the most is the yards That's, per attempt. 
6.4. That one's not very good either. Yeah. 6.4. Yeah. That that bothers and me. And you more know, than that's my go-to. That, that stat's my baby. Yes. It's a super yes. easy one to look yes. at. You don't have to have a, a real appreciation for like saber metrics yep. and all that to understand it. He was 16 for 27. Fine. Don't care. 174 yards. Fine. Don't care. Uh, the one touchdown I do care about because of how it looked and how it came at the end of that drive to pull the Bears within one score. The interception doesn't bother me because his thinking was 100% correct. It should have been a free play. Yep. yep. So that doesn't bother me. The 75.2 rating doesn't bother me because that interception that shouldn't have counted shouldn't be in the rating. So I'll say this too. If the Matt Nagy scheme could give me four of those drives a game, I wouldn't be calling for his head. Yeah. Instead, we get one or two. Mm-hmm. That matters. That's the game every week. If your defense yep. doesn't go nuts, that's the game. And we didn't have to settle for field goals too. You know, they yeah, were two store guys or two touchdown guys. But no, Shout but what to I'm Cairo Santos because we love you and we must always yes. at least mention you by name because you are the forgotten but star my, of this team. My point is there weren't four scoring drives that resulted in four field goals instead of four touchdowns. Yeah. That's my point. So yeah. yeah, no, I agree. It's it's just maddening when they look so bad so many other possessions, and you're just like, Why? Yes can't we do this with any consistency? And I don't know how you answer that without looking at the coach first when you're starting a rookie QB. If he's still doing this year three, okay, we got mm-hmm. another bust on our hands. Mm-hmm. But in his fifth game? Yeah, we've seen progress every week. Yeah, the stats don't always show it, but right. I think it's coming together slowly but surely. Uh, again, I just want to calibrate the uh, clock. Test. I just want to calibrate the clock and then get him a better scheme. Agreed. Ask him who he wants will to not do that scheme. Bring him in on the offseason. Say, Justin, yeah. who do you like out there? What does he actually think of Nagy? Yeah. yeah. You know, what does he actually think? He put, the, he put it all on himself today, which is just what a good leader should do. Mm-hmm. It's just sort of an yeah. obvious thing to say. Mm-hmm. What does he think of him? He'll never tell us. I'm not an idiot. All right. Anything else? Go, Quinn and Mac. No. Oh, it was another one of his hilarious Spider-Man lean. They broadcast yeah. even joked about it. I think it was mm-hmm. also called him Spider-Man on that. Hey, the, yeah, uh, with the sack. Max should have eight sacks, but he's got six, but whatever. NFL rules don't quite make sense to me. And his foot's hurt, and he's playing like this? Oh, wow. Can we talk about personal fouls being offset with holds? That was ridiculous. That's a stupid rule. Yes. If it's bad enough to be like, that's just first offense for potentially ejecting him it should trump whatever else happened mm-hmm. now if it's after an interception it should still be an interception i'm not saying that like yeah they blocked you know too rough or whatever i'm talking about the play where fields got hit and if it was the packers that got hit right if it was rogers sliding and got hit i'd still think it was stupid to take that shot and then say eh, redo the play like that yeah. would have been worse than anything that that they did to the bears like mm-hmm. it's just a stupid rule so I'm not saying this as a biased Bears fan. It just makes like it's just much worse than a simple holding. More egregious, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Or or do something where it's like, all right, we're not going to do anything different with the yardage, but we're going to make it an automatic first, no matter mm-hmm. what. If you do it, or just some nuance to it. Not that that was. I forgot how dumb that rule was until today. Yeah. So indeed. All right, hey, my friend. Th- the last thing I got for you. Okay. When I uh, I texted my brother about my poor wife's accident last night and he yeah. re- he responded uh was there a problem with the steering s-t-e-e-r oh, no. oh, yes no. oh no the 
<laughs> Danny Mac. Hey. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no. Oh, no. And then the uh, <laughs> my uh, college buddy Packer fan replied, "Was the car utterly destroyed?" UDD. Are our ER. hopes utterly destroyed by this loss? No. No. They've been destroyed already. It, that's what happened. That <laughs> happened in Cleveland. <laughs> All right. We got yeah. Tampa next week. Hey. Oh boy. You know, I thought uh if they could win one of these two, either Green Bay or Tampa, I'd be glad. Mm-hmm. But man, Green Bay would have been the doable one because they're on the road in Tampa, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, I think the Niners is winnable. I think Pittsburgh's winnable. I do not think Tampa or Baltimore at this current moment are. <laughs> and do I don't you, think the Cardinals are. Do you put in Nick Foles? next Sunday Put that through your mind. to beat Tom uh, yeah, Brady. At, at the edge spot. Yeah, maybe if Hicks he, doesn't go. I want him on the field for the defense, freaking Tom Brady <laughs> out. Put that through your mind. Go over Line to him the, up, uh, up over center. You got this in case of emergency break glass box and Nick Foles is in there just ready to go to take on Tom Brady. Anyway. Ready to slice and dice. Exactly. Yes. What would the football football gods be doing to Tom Brady if some series of events leads to Foles having to start? <laughs> you know, like a COVID thing in the quarterback mm. room, which, you know, God forbid any other injury, but so, like somebody misses the game, another one is hurt, Nick Foles is starting and beats Tom Brady again. <laughs> It'd be the football gods being like, we gave you everything else. We will not <laughs> give you this. I not like it. Happen. No, actually, I don't. I don't want that to happen. I don't want anything yeah, don't that know. means Justin Fields is not on the field, whether right, by same. injury or coach decision. Yeah. Yep. Good. How about a wildcat play? Where Dalton Dalton misses the game. Foles is the backup. They do a wildcat, and somehow Foles scores an important touchdown <laughs> just to rub it in Brady's face. Put that through your mind. Yeah, it sounds like Khalil Herbert throws it to. Uh, yeah. The Foles, because the, you know, yeah, the, 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 the play that wide, Brady yeah. couldn't catch in that Super Bowl. Uh huh. <laughs> All right, uh, it's just silly now. If you manage to, to get through the last five minutes, we thank you for being a loyal listener. If not, yes, we still thank you for being a loyal listener when we're actually trying to have content. We, as you know, are barely educated. You can find us on Twitter at barely underscore educated. Same tag will get you to our Buy Me a Coffee page. We'd love to hear from you uh, on any of the social media platforms. And we will see you midweek to break down further Nick Foles versus the Tampa Bay (laughs) Buccaneers. The Bears are who we thought they were. More arrogance by Matt Nagy. I'm not an idiot. I love the Bears.